Hey there, this is Woodstock Vader of the Crow's Nest and Retrospect Tattoo Removal, and this is episode 6 of Alchemix. down at Seven Hills. We got Woodstock from Crow's Nest here. We have a great episode for episode six of Alchemist. But first, we're going to get back to a cocktail. Excited, man. Excited? Yeah. So this is uh, Bazinga. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, you topped it up nice and heavy there. Yeah. Yeah, I try and top them up That's really delicious. Good. That's yeah. delicious. So this is... One of the easiest cocktails anyone can make at home. It's two ounces of Jim Beam honey, and two ounces of St. Germain, shake, strain, and an orange zest peel. That's it, huh? That's it. That's pretty simple. It's easy peasy, man. It's nice, man. Yeah, it's uh, four ounces of liquor, so. It's amazing how simple is always the best. Oh, you yeah. know? Sometimes complexity can screw things up a lot, you know? For sure. With anything. Yeah. Well, especially like in a restaurant like this where we're super busy, you don't have time to make a three-minute long drink, right? Oh, for so sure. boom, boom, bam, thank you, ma'am. Right, you know? right. I mean, it's I could nice. probably make this as fast as someone makes a Jack and Coke. Almost. And it's delicious. That's yeah. incredible. You yeah. wouldn't know that this is four ounces of liquor. Yeah. I kind of have to pre-warm people because you know to their second one. Right. I'm like, just so you know. I'm glad you told me because I'm pretty much a lightweight. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. So... Something that we were talking before we started is, you know, I'm familiar with Crow's Nest. I've been there a couple times. We've met a couple times. That You actually have two businesses in there. Yeah, that's correct. We have the Crow's Nest uh, Tattoo and Piercing Studio, and then we also have the uh, Retrospect Tattoo Removal. Okay. So, uh, obviously, we, uh, we remove tattoos. We get you from both ends. You want them, you want them off, we got you covered. <laughs> Whatever you want, yeah, exactly. right? Hopefully, it's not something you guys did to them. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You know, we can, well, we can only hope. Right. So, let's... Uh, Let's talk first about the tattoo removal thing, because I think that's something that, you know, is pretty unique. I think you have a great story behind it. What made you first want to start that, and, like, kind of what do you do with that? You know? uh, there's been a couple of different things that's happened throughout uh, my career in this industry, which hasn't been very long. It's uh, just shy of 11 years now. Okay. Um, there was a, a long time ago, uh, the tattooer friend of mine was tattooing somebody, and uh, he was getting something on his chest. And I had cruised over to basically see what was getting done. And I had yeah. noticed that the dude had a huge swastika on his, sure. his, uh, his belly. And uh, the guy kind of caught my gaze. And I, I, I think maybe I was giving kind of a, a look that he's very familiar with seeing. And uh, he was like, man, that's, that's, that's not who I am. Uh, right. This is something from my past. And uh, later, when he was taking a break from the tattoo, we got to talking a little bit more about the fact that this is something he did when he was 16 years old. Uh, he was kind of being pushed into this uh, world that he really didn't know much about. He was trying to find acceptance and sure. acceptance there. Yep. Uh, fast forward almost 50 years later, and the dude seriously regrets this thing. And uh, he's just, I never really can afford to get it removed. Uh, at the time, uh, even 10 years ago, it was a lot more expensive to do laser removal than it is now. Sure. And I remember thinking at the time, I mean, dude, if I had a laser, I would totally just wipe that thing off for free for that guy. Sure. You know what I mean? Just to give that guy some freedom from what he was. So that's that's one of the things that got me to start thinking about it uh, probably much like eight years ago. And then throughout uh, my career, we've realized that the tattooers have a lot of trouble with cover-ups. Not right. co- trouble in doing them, but... You don't really have many choices when it comes to you have a hideous, huge tattoo. You've got to get an insanely large cover-up, and a lot of people can't afford that, or a lot of people don't want that 
huge tattoo. Right, right. So it makes sense in our business to be able to help that process along by removing at least some of that or, or beating it down to the point that the cover-up is a little easier to handle and also they have a, a greater spectrum of ideas that they can have done. You know what I mean? So it takes several processes. Obviously depends on how many colors, deepness, oh, yeah, how well sure. it's made. So I mean, it could take... I don't know many, but sometimes if they just can maybe get like four or five, it lightens it up, kind of makes it more workable. Yeah, really, it really. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Uh, the inks that are being used, the the how long they've had it. Sure. You know, there's a lot of different factors that. But generally speaking, four to five sessions is definitely enough to beat it down, where we can start talking about different avenues to go as far as cover up um, the the images that they can use to cover the tattoo. With, so, do you feel when most people come to your shop asking about removal, is it about Maybe not like, you know, the dumb dolphin tramp stamp that they got. But Although we got that. We got that, right? <laughs> Literally, but, I think I'm removing that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? But do you think it's more of like the tattoos, like the swastika, where it's more hate-based hate tattoos or, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you do, you do a lot of those? Oh, see? absolutely. I mean, do you um, think that's a majority of it? or? Well, no, no, no. A majority of our clients, is it's it could be a myriad of different reasons. You right. know, I, I got this chick with boobs all over her when I was in the Army. It was a great right. idea at the time. Now I have children, and I don't want my children to see sure. these kind of things. But as far as the hateful stuff, excuse me, um, that's something that we got into removing for free, uh, hateful stuff. Okay. Um, excuse me. Uh, human trafficking, branding tattoos, things of this nature, and then also uh, gang-related tattoos. Okay. And I find that um, a lot of these people are looking for a second chance, and these tattoos are literally impeding them from any kind of quality life anymore. Right. And that's pretty much why I got into the whole free removal of those things. Okay. But generally speaking, the clients that we get, it's just uh, it's cosmetic objection. They just do not enjoy the tattoo they have anymore. They are a different human being, and they just wish to have it all. Right. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that's it's cool that... You know, you've read stories like, you know, bigger cities where they do that, but I've never really seen a place locally, you know, right. that does it. So, right. that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. So, how long have you been, you said, eight years about the removal? Oh, now? the removal? No, we're at about a year and two months now. Oh, it's you were thinking about it eight years ago. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Gotcha. Uh, it's a very expensive endeavor. There's a lot of loopholes to go through. You have to hire a medical professional to be on your staff. So, we actually have a, a doctor that works with us who's part of our team as well. Gotcha. And, for the most part, uh, a lot of tattoo shops aren't ready to make that kind of investment, and either was I, for that matter. Right. And it took time to get myself in a financial position to be able to go down sure. that path and, and, and enjoy that endeavor. So, especially if you're offering free removals too, that's a huge another. Yeah, thing. but to be honest, it's just blood, sweat, equity. Uh, I only true. do it on one day a week. There's a specific day that I dedicate my time for gotcha. that, so that it's not really hurting financially the business. Sure. Anyway. So, um, right. it's it's okay. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So now with a tattoo with with uh, crossness, how long have you open? How long? How long have you owned Crow's Nest? You guys have been open for? Oh, we were around in the corner of uh, four years and about a month. Okay. Um, I used to manage another shop in that location for uh, ever since April of 09. I believe. Yeah, April of 09. Yep. So we've been in the same location for quite some time, a decade. Um, but yeah, the Crow's Nest itself has been going on for four years. Nice. Awesome. It's a great business, too. It's right. a lot of fun, man. Yeah. So the first time I actually, I mean, you know, obviously walking downtown, I see the crow's nest, but it's always late at night, you know, past your guys' open time and stuff like that. But first time I actually went in your shop was for um, uh, a fundraiser, I guess, per se, right? Okay. You're doing the Alzheimer's, uh, Hills and Dells thing. Oh, the, uh, the autism kind of autism. Oh, very cool, say, man. What did I say? Right on. Uh, yeah. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Maybe you're catching that. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> I'm getting there. Either soon. that or the four ounces of catching. Yeah, that for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I went in there. I first... Uh, 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 my girlfriend works for Hills and Dells. So oh, that's okay, how I found cool. out about it. 
And she's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah. Any excuse to get a tattoo, plus it's going for a great cause. Right on. Um, how do you do a lot of um, you know, charity fundraisers and stuff like that? Absolutely, man. That's on the forefront of, uh, of as a businessman, what I like to do. Right. Um, I've Even before I owned this particular business, anything that I've ever gotten involved with, I've always figured out a way to give back to the community. Sure. It's something that my father instilled in me at a very young age is if you have the power to give, if you have the power to help, you're pretty much obligated to do so. Right. And um, it's neat because I get to use the business specifically for those reasons. Right. And with this particular event you're referring to, it was the uh, autism department of the Hills and Dales Center, but specifically for the children. Right. Okay. You know, and what we're trying to do, what we were raising money for was to give them some resources to buy fun things for the kids um, as far as uh, sensory tools, sensory toys, uh, different things that the government doesn't fund that they right. have to find donations elsewhere exactly. so we were able to raise a little over four thousand dollars that day specifically for that and it was it was great my whole team was absolutely amazing yeah. it's, it was a great experience for yeah, everybody you guys were a working machine from life absolutely you know uh, over 85 tattoos that day man yeah. there was it was non-stop and you had four artists going all day all strong, day right? all day yeah and i'm absolutely proud of them uh, i took them out to dinner just specifically talked to them and i i, I hugged them and embraced them and just <laughs> Blown away at their work ethic and the strength of their uh, of their desire to help me with these things. It's right. not just me; it's a team effort. Oh yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, yeah, you can't tattoo eighty five people without the team behind. It, for sure, you know? for sure. I mean, so it's funny because that day I woke up. Or I don't. I mean, I always wake up around five or six. And Riley told me, like, "I think there's gonna be a line starting here pretty soon." So I was like, "All right, I gotta go run a couple errands, you know, get gas, whatever." And I drove down there, and there's already like six people in line. Yeah. Like, well. I'm going to be in line like in 30 minutes, I guess, you know. It was a little chilly out. You know, it wasn't too bad, you know, playing some music on the phone and just kind of moving back and forth, you know, whatever. But, you know, I mean, once you guys got going, it yeah. was going it was fast. It was a little surreal, man. I, I showed up that morning right around 445. I like wow. to get there and prepare and get everything situated. And uh, the first person drove by at like 5. The actual first person in line was, I believe, 615 a.m. Wow. That was four hours before we even opened up, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, somebody came in here like, have you seen the line? And I went outside. It was clear down the block and around the corner. I was like, this is insane. Yeah, right. Um, and I was happy that we were able to manage that crowd, man. Yeah, exactly. So, what other, uh, I know you've done a lot of past events, you know, and you probably got some events coming up. Yeah. Do you have any, yeah. what, what do you have coming up that's pretty exciting? Uh, suicide prevention. Okay. So, we're working with the uh, Rivendale, uh, sorry, Riverview Department now. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, Riverview Center. <laughs> um, their outreach department specifically. And my goal with this is to get into the elementary, middle, and high schools of the Butte. Nice. Talking about suicide awareness, letting kids know that there is a place they can call, that even children, because as you pretty know, watching the news, it's pretty horrible. These numbers are getting lower and lower yeah. uh, for suicide. So I, I just felt it would be really neat to do another event and spend all that money specifically on outreach. And I think I'm actually going to get to work hand-in-hand with them okay. to specifically go to these schools oh, nice. and, and talk to these children, which I'm super stoked about. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So the suicide prevention thing, when's that happening? Uh, We're planning in September. We haven't locked down the date just yet. Right. Um, I still have to work with Riverview to figure out a good time to make everything happen. Um, Again, it'll be on a Saturday. It seems to be the best day. uh, For us, the best day to do it. We're open the longest. Everybody's off. Most people are off. Right. Um, So it's a good day for it. We just haven't hammered down exactly which date. So if you just keep your eyes on our social media, uh, it'll be announced soon enough for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, you guys do a lot of great things for the community. Like, I mean, just following your social media, I see all the things that you guys do. Even on your website, I saw some of the past things you guys do. Can't rile them off right now off the top of my head, but I just know that you guys are 
always in it. You know, that's awesome. Like to see communities help the business grow because I think maybe sometimes people get, you know, stereotype about tattoo shops, you know, like, you know, they're mean. It's like, you know, only, you know, people who get in trouble go there, you know, and all that stuff. And that's actually one of the favorite things about the way I decided to run the process and and the way that we go about everything is a big differentiator between the way that we do it in typical tattoo shops that I visited all across the nation. Um, We have a strong sense of community. We have a strong sense of caring about the client and, and shedding ourselves of that, that rough attitude. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't try to rob us. Um, but at the same time, uh, we, we truly love and care for our clients. Right. And we would not be anything without them. We would not be anything without this community. So right. it just makes sense to give back. We have the ability to do so, and we will. Exactly. You know? I mean, I think more people just need it. More people are doing that, I think, as time goes by. But it's just nice to know that there's, here's another business that does it that maybe someone might not have ever thought of. For sure, and it supersedes business in general. I right. Mean, uh, to Just be honest, human level. yeah, uh, there should be a sense of giving back. There should be a lot more love in this world, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's a dark time. It always has been. Uh, there's great evils that we're fighting up against, and it's nice that there are people dedicating themselves to giving back. You right. know what I mean? And it's yeah. nice to be one of those people. I'm trying to instill that in my little eight-year-old man. Right. Um, I want him to grow up to be a warrior and to be able to fight for these things too, you know? Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. absolutely, brother. So, cheers. cheers. And this is absolutely amazing. You're really good at what you do. Thank you, man. You you are too. But all right, guys. Uh, Oh, real quick. Where can people find you? Website, social media? Uh, Basically, if you look up Crow169 on any social media, you're going to find us, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. Excuse me. Uh, www.pro169 Pro169 is our handle no matter where you go and the same thing for Retrospect Retrospect 169 you can find us on all social media and we look forward to working with you perfect awesome guys until next time alright